0: Welcome, everybody, to this evening's episode of Current Status. Um, we have a very special guest with us this evening, um, but let's start out. I am Teresa Miller, and you can find me on Twitter at 24 x 7 IT connect.
1: And I'm Pumla Schmidt. Uh, also known as Exchange Goddess on Twitter, and you can find me on the Twitter's at Exchange Goddess. Good hey, morning
2: or evening.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. uh. our guest this evening is Ruben Sprite, and he'll introduce himself further and share a little bit about himself with us.
2: Sure. Um, my name is uh, My name is Ruben. I'm the CTO of Atlantis uh, Computing. Uh, active in the community for uh, for a while, Citrix uh, CTP, Microsoft MVP, and and uh, V expert. An experts um, uh, on graphics, VDI, uh, storage, Workspace, Workspace 2020. So a lot of uh, great stuff. Thanks.
0: So our topic tonight is going to focus primarily on uh, Workspace 2020 and Ruben's perspective on what that might look like. So Ruben, I know you've talked about this topic um, in the past and what do you think Drives the workspace in the future.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, workspace one is all about the business uh, consumer. That's what I call the new name of uh, of end user. And the modern workspace is the engine for the digital workplace for today's workforce. And the modern workspace, like Workspace 2020, is um, is in essence like six topics. It's. Um, it's about device proliferation, it's about secure access, it's about any app delivery, it's about collaboration, about self-service, about management. These are the six components in Workspace 2020 and are key for uh, well, being successful with uh, bringing Workspace to the business consumer.
1: So, uh, where does the role of Citrix play into this whole Workspace 2020?
2: Yeah, so the, the question of what is, Citrix in, uh, uh, what is Citrix's role in Workspace 2020? So Citrix is, is an important um, um, vendor in the in the workspace space. Obvious, they, uh, they, they they deliver like uh, Windows mobile apps. They optimize uh, web applications. So the other question is, okay, what is what is what are the applications in workspace 2020? Um, in, in in 2020, it's about Windows, about mobile, about web. Uh, Windows won't disappear in 2020. The, you see a decline in the adoption in Windows application. Everyone is seeing that right now. That uh, that makes sense. But in 2020, the Windows applications are still relevant. So the question is, how do you deliver Windows applications in 20, uh, in 2020? That could be desktop or application uh, delivery via uh, desktop virtualization or application remoting. Could be uh, deploying Windows applications uh, native on uh, on all devices. So. Um, Citrix is still relevant in 2020. So is Microsoft. So is, uh, so is VMware. And there's a big battle between these two right now between Citrix and, and VMware. And it's awesome to see that happening from from a community perspective as, uh, as well.
1: So, so who will win? Who's going to win the battle? Yeah, who will win?
2: Okay. Yeah, that's a good. Right now, the the win is in the in the sales of uh, of VMware. That's what I feel. Uh, but Citrix is strong. They are big. So. Um, when you look at ZenApp deployment, for instance, it is huge. And when you look at Citrix Workspace Cloud, uh, just announced yesterday and released yesterday, as a ZenApp an uh, Zen and Zen Desktop, but also Zen Mobile and data delivery uh, as, a, as a service, where you can run these applications on your own premises or in public cloud uh, solutions. That's, that's really awesome, really awesome to see. So who will yeah. win? That's not so easy to tell, and when I normally approach uh, and, uh, and um, help customers with a uh, with topic around Workspace 2020, normally I don't start with vendors and solutions. I don't want to start Okay, what's the bigger picture, what's the problems you want to solve, what is your current Is uh, uh, your current scenario. Then uh, you proceed with the six segments I mentioned earlier, device proliferation, device diversity, uh, secure access, and secure access is, is identity as well. Any app delivery, Windows app and uh, and uh, and mobile collaboration. How do we work together? Like, how do we work together using Google Hangouts? It's it's this is not great from a technology perspective, but it's uh, it's it's okay. But collaboration is key. How do you communicate? Unified communication. How do you use um, um, document sharing? How do you use like social media, like Slack and Socialcast and, uh, and and Podio, for instance, to collaborate with each other? How do you get applications? via self-service and how do you control the workspace from a more IT perspective with application installation, with application utilization, with layering technologies, with OS provisioning, all these kind of things. So
0: can you, think, can you repeat the question to me, please? Um, social media, how that affects the workplace.
2: Okay, um, I, get, I, get, I get the, the question.
0: Yeah, so yeah, let's, so the, if we could so talk about is, that uh, a little bit So the question
2: is how social media act effectively uh, have to, have, what, what the impact is on the modern workspace with social media? Um, so to answer the question, for like I use well social media on a daily basis, as you, as as you know. Um, but it's also um, how I use social media internal, like within Atlantis. Uh, we use uh, we use Slack. Uh, it's really easy to set up new channels. Um, it's almost like direct uh, connectivity with colleagues all over the world. Um, so it's really, really people-centric. So social collaboration is really awesome with uh, with socialcast and also with Yammer the and these type of tools. Um, it's it's a different approach than with like with uh, with Twitter or or uh, uh, LinkedIn. It's a different different channel, but it's handy to uh, to communicate and to connect with uh, with each other very easily. So I use it on a daily Not sure what you do with that, but uh, it's really awesome. But
0: do you yeah
1: think, do you think there's a cost savings? with the, Yeah, with I want to
2: guy to answer really that question to see uh, to see cost savings on that one. But
1: um Well well think of it. If,
2: For me if, it's if, like an extra channel to communicate, right? I I really like that uh, that channel to communicate.
1: Well wouldn't that um I guess I mean I'm thinking of my workplace now where we're really enabling mobility, uh, work from home and pretty much you could be anywhere and you can still work. We're we're enabling that those technologies. And with that, there's going to be a lot of cost savings because, one, the, um, office space is expensive in the city, so we can fit more people, you know, in one building.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: so there's some cost savings from real estate, but also cost savings, uh, you know, less equipment. We have to purchase, you know, phones, such yeah. as things like that. Um, you know, there's a potential cost savings that we're seeing by embracing this work from home, this... this. Um, Mobility uh, workforce, this mobile workforce. So I'm just thinking, is there a potential cost savings overall um, that we yeah, can so. in the future?
2: Yeah, I think so. So cost savings is like, uh, of, of course, so less tr- commute, uh, these kind of things. But it's also like just of fun in, in what you do, right? So when I can work from everywhere, right, it's like uh, what is it, 4:24 a.m. <laughs> and using this type of technology, it's not like social. Uh, it is collaboration, so it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a cost savings. Yes, I think so. But it's also like the whole package. Work from anywhere. Uh, work is not a place, but it's something like uh, what, what I do. Um, yeah. What I mentioned earlier, the modern workspace is the engine uh, of the digital workplace uh, for to, for today's workforce. This is my this is my under, under workforce of today as well. So this is what I need to get work done.
0: So it's interesting,
2: interesting, by the way, Teresa. To hear you like after sixty seconds again. Is Is because I, mean? I hear you, I hear my, and I hear someone with three voices at 424 a.m. It's like, wow. We're,
1: we're giving Ruben a shot. It's
2: really, really tough. It's really like, it's like,
1: wow. I'm sorry. He's like, did I really go to sleep or did I wake up in like twilight zone? <laughs> There's two women talking to me from the U.S. <laughs> He'll never do this again. He's like, no. This crazy oh. Americans. <laughs> so, well, hopefully, so, we'll just that, that's we'll fun, give it by 60 the way. seconds.
2: If we need workspace, uh, workspace 2020. Yeah, <laughs> we need workspace 2020. It's all about depending also on uh, on network connectivity. And when you look at Jitter, like Jitter right now, and and, uh, and net, a network latency is like uh, 60 seconds after 60 seconds delayed. So we'll see.
1: Well, you are in the Netherlands, so you're pretty far away. (laughs) Teresa's in Wisconsin, so that's even further. She's like halfway around (laughs) the globe. (laughs) It's got to travel. The zeros and ones have to travel
0: just a little bit further. (laughs) I guess. All right, so I'm going to ask a question (laughs) if I can remember it anymore. Oh, my goodness. Um, So, security my question revolves around security so we talk about working remote and we talk about the future of the workspace and cost savings but when you think about how you need to ramp up security to make sure that your corporate data is secure for the remote workforce you know I feel like that potentially isn't a cost savings so what are your thoughts about that long-term for the workspace in 2020.
2: Yeah. So when we look at the security aspect, um, I mentioned like six com- six elements in a modern workspace. So device, self-service, and manageability. For me, the, the topic security is in, is, is actually uh, present in all these topics. And especially when you look at secure access. Secure access is about how do you get access to, secure access to these applications. So identity management and identity management as a service is key components in, the, in that one. Uh, so, when, so, for instance, with VMware Identity Manager or with Azure, um, uh, with Azure AD, for instance, are key components in getting uh, secure access to applications and data. Um, rights management, from, more from a document perspective, is a key component as well. So in collaboration, um, collaboration is unified communication, uh, is enterprise file sharing, uh, and is uh, social, in, uh, social media, in essence. With enterprise file sharing, you have security as uh, as well in, uh, as a key component. So, security is all over the place. Security is a big theme. Well, a big re, a big breach uh, discovered today with uh, with T-Mobile. So every day, on the news, security is the big topic. And the key question is: Go, okay, what is what does security look like in workspace 2020? Do we have enough with the current tool, the current tools we have, with the current mindset, or do we need something different as well? And something different could be um, Security from a networking perspective, when you look at network uh, network fertilization, for instance, or when you look at uh, micro fertilization with bromium, for instance, it's a complete different tool set in securing your workspace in 2020. So it's about secure access, for instance with NetScaler, these types of solutions. It's about uh, identity management as a service as a key component in Workspace 2020. From a more document perspective, it's rights management uh, with uh, with enterprise file sharing solutions. So yeah, you, you can see you, you see, and, and also it's like a different a different twist on um, micro segmentation. So segmenting uh, application runtime and network segmentation with network utilization. So these are the key components in Workspace 2020 from a security perspective. Interesting area, and there's a lot of movement in this uh, in this space. Look at look at VMware with uh, with NSX, for instance. It's it's awesome stuff. I look at bri- bri- uh, uh, Bromium for instance, awesome stuff. to check out when security is a big concern, and it should be a big concern for everyone in this space because it's getting bigger and bigger every day, and the impact is getting bigger and bigger for companies and for me and for you, uh, for you as well.
1: But should security be a standard in, in you know whatever deployment that you're doing?
2: Yeah, security, yeah. But it, it we are always like one day uh, too late with when you look at zero days So. The question is, okay, how can you handle these kind of things? So, a different view on uh, solving security challenges today. So, yeah, it is it is a standard, but it is it is changing rapidly, and the impact of security in workspace is rep- is changing rapidly as well. The impact is huge, and a different view on security with the solutions I mentioned and the view I mentioned earlier is uh, is key to uh, to handle these kind of things.
0: So. I, I, I have to go back to social media again cuz I have to keep wondering if like can something truly replace email? No. You know that's something that we've talked about. I well, okay. So
2: I get I get the point. So about can, can social uh, replace email? is a yeah. question. Well, it, it, it could it could be over time, but when I look at at, at my myself right now, it does not replace email. It is uh, for me it's like how do we communicate with you? It is it is email, it is Skype, it is unified communication, it is document sharing, uh, it is like social for the enterprise like Shack and Slack and, and Yammer is doing. For me it is an extra channel in communicating with um, specific characteristics and that is awesome with this type of technology so it's not replacing um, it is the, so the amount of email I send and receive is getting lower because of for instance Slack but it's not uh, it's not replacing email, and I don't expect that that will be replaced email in 2020.
0: Yeah, when say, I look yeah. at it from, oh, <laughs> okay. I was we thinking, both have an opinion. I know. <laughs> would
1: you say it enhances email? It enhances your your communication.
2: I didn't get the question. Sorry.
1: Would Would you say it enhances email or the way that you communicate? Yeah,
2: it, it enhances email. Uh, it, it enhances communication, and email is a. Uh, a channel in communication for sure it is it enhances it ha- enhances my uh, daily work it enhances how I communicate with colleagues and peers outside of thatis
0: yeah that was gonna be my comment like I feel like most organizations outside of your own internal organization would would continue to rep- rely on it like something like slack you might be able to get away with using internally but you're always going to need something for that external.
2: Yeah and we use we use Slack external as well so communicate um, connect people with uh, with Slack internal and external as well
0: nice i just started using slack like in the last couple of weeks and so i'm really new at it and it has me a little intrigued and then you start reading online, people are like, oh, Slack will replace email. And I'm like, I just don't mm. see how that's possible. No. I, I have to admit,
1: I have not used it yet. So, no, yeah. I, it's it's, not, not, used and it's not
2: about Slack per se, right? It's about the type of solution. And, and Slack is an example. And Podio and Socialcast and Yammer are other examples. And probably in 2020, there will be new examples, right? So, it's not oh, about right. the tool itself, it's about how you communicate and what you need to do with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to admit I haven't kept up with with all those tools. I, I've actually been uh, working on some video technology, so I'm going a different route. So instead of typing, you get to see, you know, we're collaborating through video. So yeah. it, it, it's a different method of collaboration.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: I'll, I'll have to... But again, as I mentioned
2: earlier, so Workspace 2020 collaboration is, is a key uh, key component. but and, and it's like, it's direct impact for the business consumer, for us, we are business consumers. But it's not the only component in the uh, in modern workspace or in workspace uh, 2020. But it's a key component. I agree.
1: How how do you think um, video technology plays into that?
2: Yeah, it's, it's it is part of the same stack as well. So this is video technology, and when you extend it with uh, with augmented reality and virtual reality over time, that means uh, even new, newer or other opportunities as we uh, as we have right now, like a Skype for business or a Skype. Maybe with like uh, glasses or lenses or these kind of things that will uh, that will extend our workspace, right?
1: Yeah, but right right now, using video within a Citrix client um, isn't the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I say that lightly; it's actually crap. Um, so I, I guess in that space, that would have to get better if we're going to deploy any type of um, major vdi deployment and use video technology in there because it, it, it's very very intensive um, we're actually disabling it so users don't even have that capability within our um, vdi environment it's only yeah. for laptop users at this point we just don't I mean, we can't handle that load it, the technology is just not there yet uh, yeah. but i i would expect or hope that the software vendors you know and hardware vendors find a way to make yeah. that available because I think video, I think video um, is going to increase our collaboration as we become more mobile, uh, you know, a, mo- a more even more mobile workforce than what we are currently today. I mean you're in the Netherlands but your company's based in you know the US so you're te- I mean you're a mobile user or a remote user. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree.
0: One of the things I was gonna say though from the video perspective Um, I think that there have been improvements with some of the newer versions of Citrix, but also when you talk about technology, like some of the solutions that the company that Ruben works for, um, grid cards and and, uh, technologies like that are a huge factor in making video and graphics successful in those environments. So there's been a lot of information um, A lot of growth in that area in the last, I would say, five years, and I think that will continue to to improve, so that companies can leverage that uh, in the future and and even today.
1: Oh yeah, I expect it to grow too. I I think it it can only get better from here. I mean, it's already gotten better. It's just um, there's still room for improvement. So
2: when when I I look at, uh, for instance, the VDI topic, I um. I didn't catch the question completely, but uh, I tried to uh, to, uh, to translate that. So, <laughs> look at VDI today. Uh, so, desktop virtualization uh, uh, today. Uh, for me, it's like VDI three is today. Uh, storage is solved. Uh, graphics is uh, is solved. Um, and uh, with storage solved and graphics solved, uh, price is getting lower and lower. With storage solved and graphics solved, it is awesome user experience and new application uh, uh, capabilities new application possibilities yeah 2d uh, 2d 3d graphics it is browsers uh, even like today's modern uh, operating systems are resource intensive so a gpu in a des- in a virtual desktop is is not a luxury is just like um, well everyone has a gpu in his own ultrabook and his own machine as uh, as well so having a gpu in your virtual desktop and virtual application uh, stack is part of works tomorrow's workspace or workspace 2020 so when I when I look forward, forward and look at VDI 4.0, yes storage is is, uh, is, is, uh, is solved, uh, GPU is solved, but is more commonly available in all types of platforms and the price is lower and lower as well right now a, 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 NVIDIA is really the market leader in uh, GPU and, and VDI, but AMD uh, and, and Intel are entering this uh, this game heavily and, and fast, so it's good and it's great to see well uh, to, to see what happened in this in this space from a GPU and VDI perspective. And I expect uh, that in 2020, GPU is the standard in every uh, virtual uh, workspace, uh, is affordable, and is, uh, uh, is is what you need if you want to de- uh, deliver Windows quote-unquote quote, legacy desktops and applications as uh, as well in a virtual desktop environment.
1: Well, we're almost, our time's almost up, but we do have a few minutes to talk about, um, you know, some of the current events that's going on. And I guess one one of the big ones I do want to mention um, that's close to my heart is Exchange 2016 was released today after two months of being in preview. And I had some comments before the show started, and I thought, you know, um, I think it's great that Microsoft had released it today, but I think it's just a little bit too early. Two months in preview, um, in my opinion, is that enough time to, to figure out all the bugs, um, no and, you know I don't think enterprises um, are going to jump right away, especially if they know you only did a two month preview um wh- you know what can you find out in two months? You know, my opinion is <laughs> take it back and <laughs> take it back and you know keep, keep it in preview for another four months you know that, that that's um let's play around with it a little bit, but yeah. i guess, I guess it's yeah. out in the open it's out, it's out in the wild and um we're we're the beta testers, right?
0: Yeah, it's one of that was a pretty fast release. I mean, that's a tough balance though, because I think some companies sit on releases for too long. um, but there does have to be a happy, happy middle. Um, one of the things I also found interesting, they're selling it as though like they've really tested this well in the cloud. and so <laughs> you know they're really, really, super confident in that. but also, um, I read up an article today that said, oh, this is just like Exchange 2013, the next service pack. And so, you know, if you look at it from that perspective, then maybe it's not what it's not as big of a deal. Maybe it shouldn't even have its own, you it shouldn't be Exchange 2016. Um, maybe it should have just been a service pack for Exchange 2013. hmm
2: yeah, so, so when you when you look at from a more workspace related topic, so when you look at Citrix Workspace Cloud and Project Enzo, for instance, as as platform, uh, as a management platform to deliver like apps, desktops, uh, data uh, management platform, it is it is changing that that you well, normally like install stuff in your own premises in your own data center. And right now, you see with with CWC and Enzo that these solutions are delivered as a service. Uh, to you, and you can decide in the in the case of Citrix Workspace Cloud, for instance, where you want to run these applications and desktops in your own premises, on Azure, or Amazon. And um, with that, the pace of innovation is is changing as well, because you rely more on Citrix and their speed of innovation uh, instead of uh, deploying stuff in your own uh, data center. So, I think it's yeah. it's a good thing, and we'll see over time how that evolves and uh, how it works out.
0: You know,
1: I'm from an enterprise, and just the speed of innovation can be a little bit too fast. Maybe take it back a notch. Um, because, it, you know, from an enterprise standpoint, it costs money to upgrade, especially if you have, if you still have some legacy systems that aren't quite compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to budget for that. And sometimes, you know, there's just no money left because you've got other projects. Um, and just to get the amount of... Um, if, you, if you've got thousands of users and you need to get everybody up to date, it doesn't happen overnight. It could take two three years to do like a Windows 7 project. Um, I know some companies, that, you know, it took two years to deploy Windows 7. And by the time you're done with Windows 7, you're going to Windows 8 or Windows 10. So you're, you're constantly playing catch-up. Yeah. Um, so this innovation speed, while it's great, we're constantly innovating but at the same time, enterprises are, are, there's no breathing time, you know, it's like this constant, yeah, I agree. Y- you're running a marathon all the time. nobody's taking a break, um, and it just seems like money just keeps going out the door. Yeah,
2: yeah. but in, works, in my view, in Workspace 2020, this, the, the, the speed of innovation, the pace of innovation is increasing and not declining, so get used to it, or... <laughs> or 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 do, this, do do things differently right with uh, well with using cloud services for instance and um, yeah, the the speed won't won't decline will increase is my is my view so
1: yeah no i i, I agree with you it, it's only going to keep getting faster and faster especially as the, the cloud becomes more um, as the norm um, and i think and enterpri- I, I see it more in enterprises and probably in the smaller smb shops because there's mm-hmm. less money um, they're just going to have to adapt, you know, and change their business processes. But the problem that I think um, most people forget is there's a lot of legacy applications that just can't, oh, either they can't great. keep up or they rely on it so heavily. Let's say you've got this one <laughs> this one application that's so, so old, but you can't get rid of it because you're required by law that you have to keep this data. And once a year, you you know, you have to go, seek this data out and you still have to keep this one application up but you can't upgrade your systems because you've got 60 people trying to access it so you're kind of stuck in this um this this loop um but i agree i i don't think it's going to get slower it's only going to get faster and we just as enterprise admins just have to um, get on the boat and you know row row and paddle as quickly as we can and and try to you know stay stay um pace with everybody.
0: Yeah. 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 I think, too, though, you know, when we have Microsoft and Citrix and VMware innovating rapidly, even if a company chooses not to adopt every single change or release that they they push, we, we now, as organizations, have options to, to choose which features and which versions we may want to go with. I think, you know, like when you look at Microsoft, for example, I, I think it's, it's almost expected that you're going to skip a version organizationally because of, you know, what what Pumala mentioned, too. I mean, you can't keep up organizationally. Like, if you just rolled out Windows 7, there's, there's really no way, realistically, you're going to roll out, say, Windows 7 to, let's say it's a 10,000-seat um, environment. You're not going to roll that out again when you just finished one project. You're going to wait. So sometimes it's good to let just kind of sit on something and then and then get caught up next time and I think that works for a lot of companies have yeah. options then.
2: yeah but I, I think the, uh, the, the the time for for big big migrations and big um, like big win seven and win 10 project is gone as well it won't be uh, won't be big migrations look look at how Microsoft approach Windows 10 is like well everyone quotes quotes Can easily upgrade to Windows 10, and that that will happen, and especially in the uh, like in the uh, smaller environments. And um, so, big big migrations are gone in Workspace uh, Workspace 2020. My is my view. It's smaller pieces, or like instant upgrade is uh, is happening more and more.
0: Well, I think if that can be if that can work and be perfected, I think that that would be amazing. I I still can't let go of the past on that a little bit because. There were I mean, upgrade paths for, you know, like, Windows 95 to 98, and it just you lost all your applications. Pumala, you look like you want to cry over it. <laughs> oh You're, like, rubbing your head going, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm getting flashbacks going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> It, it was terrible i mean i was a tech back in those days and i remember yeah. i upgraded yeah. somebody's stuff and it was it got it was lost i yeah, cried I a probably lot I did too i cried <laughs> a lot in, in that time frame yeah
1: i did a lot of t- there was a lot of tears um i think there was even some tears going to windows 7 too <laughs> Yeah, so, a, lot of, a lot a lot of corrupted outlook profiles in windows 7 I, feel, I think I cried last week over it. I was like, oh my God, seriously.
0: This is still chasing me. I thought I was done with this. So I will say I think the Windows 10 upgrade was a step in the right direction. I did, yeah, I did I upgrade my Win 8 to, or Win 8 1 8.1 up to 10. And the only thing I lost, my son is not happy. I lost Minecraft. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. Oh, <laughs> <awful.
2: awesome. laughs> I, I, I upgraded like uh, six or seven machines. I didn't uh, see any challenges with that.
0: Okay. Sometimes
2: I have uh, two machines with an NVIDIA machi- NVIDIA uh, GPU, the okay. uh, drive crashes, but that's well. That could happen on Windows 7 or Windows 8 as well. But uh, yeah, overall, I uh, I'm pretty happy with Windows 10.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think they they went in the right direction with Windows 10. Um, quick and easy. So, you know, hopefully that um that continues that path continues to, to make it a little bit easier
0: because
1: yeah. I'm still getting flashbacks of all those windows ninety five upgrades
0: <laughs> like, oh my
1: God <laughs> <laughs> well, even two thousand three to two thousand eight yeah, yeah. I, know. I think I, think I Je, adjust <laughs> Jess in Australia, I think she's still decommissioning two thousand three servers yeah.
0: Oh yeah, but get that's,
2: used to uh, to to uh, instant upgrades with uh, with Workspace 2020. Look what happens on uh, on the X side on Windows 10 side. It's like instant upgrades. So get used mm-hmm.
0: to it. Yeah, I, well, I can if it works. I'm I'm all for it. Well, the the, the only
1: I guess the only hesitation is your legacy applications, you know, or your custom built applications. Mm-hmm. That's the only concern, and you gotta get those. Those vendors to really adopt that fast innovation. Otherwise, you're still stuck on Windows. Um, oh gosh, I'm sorry. You're still stuck on XP. I almost said Windows 95. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. There are still some XP floating out around there because there's some legacy <laughs> applications that um, you know it, it's so they're so dependent on it, and mm-hmm. some people just you know they're not Windows. They don't support Windows 7. That's the only hesitation. Uh, other than that, I think you know, this innovation is great. It's just these weird applications that you know some admin or some payroll person needs, and because it's payroll, <laughs> you know, and during tax season, somebody needs to get that data once a year. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Anything so else to yeah. Teresa? Well, um, I was looking at the time we are like we're way over there, yeah I mean I could talk we could talk news all night <laughs> yeah it
2: is it I, I like the workspace topic in general uh, it's really close to my heart to talk about workspace and um, what does it mean for you for me uh, for others but also what the impact on the uh, workspace and data centers as well it's really I like, I like the topic there's a lot of movement in this, in this space and uh, it's great to uh, to do a deeper dive on topics like this. And uh, well, if people are interested in, in more info about Workspace 2020, uh, send me an email, uh, Ruben at AtlantisComputing.com I'm happy to share a deck, Jeroen from der Kamp and I created for uh, for bright from uh, uh, this year. gives gives a lot of insights in Workspace 2020 and our view, so Jeroen and I's uh, view on Workspace 2020. So if you're interested in that, send me an email, Ruben at AtlantisComputing.com happy to share, to share
0: that info. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ruben, for joining us tonight or for you this morning. Thank yeah. you for getting up, getting up so early. <laughs> He's probably like going no crazy with, with the
1: with the weird audio. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be done, throw his head down and go, enough of
0: this. No, <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was Thank a you. pleasure having you on the show um, and you enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. Thank thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, for Current Status. Thank you, everybody, and have a great weekend. Thank you, Ruben. Bye.